Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week in preparation for Sabbath, December 26, we look at Lesson 13, Heaven, Education, and Eternal Learning. Let's find out how our learning will never cease in the presence of Jesus. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word, and together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study. Okay, here we go. This is a, a wrap up on the quarter for, man, This it's been exciting learning about education, right, Michael? Gone by quickly. It has. And That's so when when... Learning is fun. It goes quick. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're probably saying that because we feel really light because school is out of session right now. That's right. Wrapped up another <laughs> semester. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, so this is Lesson 13, Heaven, Education, and Eternal Learning. And our memory text comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, you know, this is this is what it's all about is education. I think this is the real takeaway for me of this whole quarter is that education is is about redemptive education, leading, um, growing uh, together to come and know Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And that that includes both teachers and students, um, that this is a whole educational process that is centered in Christ. Yeah. You know, and I I love this memory text in particular because it brings the experiential part of it. Uh, you have to experience education for yourself. Uh, you have to be you have to be in the midst of it. Uh, it's not just something that happens uh, from a distance. It needs to happen up close. And so uh, that leads us to Sunday's lesson, Michael, the fate of the dead. Yeah, you know, this is uh, a reminder, I think, of, um, and of course, the, the lesson talks about Blaise uh, Pascal uh, in, the, in the 17th century um, and this idea that of, of humanity mm-hmm. and uh, the ultimate purpose of humanity. Um, and, the, and it really comes back to an Augustinian notion of sin, that we are completely uh, depraved in our sinful human natures. And we're born in sin, and without Christ, um, we will die. There yeah. is nothing in and of ourselves that we can save ourselves. And... Um, what the you know the the lesson lists a whole bunch of different verses. The one that I happen to you know uh, in, appreciate especially that I think um, hits home on as a counterpoint to this is from First John chapter five verse thirteen. A beautiful Bible promise, Buster. Oh, yes. I know you've you've quoted it many times yes, uh, yes, on yes. our podcast already. I, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. Amen. And I just love that because that's what Adventist education, Christian education is all about is knowing that you have eternal life. Yeah, that, that assurance is so important. Walking with that assurance while we're living. Not, it's, not, it's not assurance for the dead. It's assurance for the living, right? It is. And by the way, you know, just a little bit of uh, context here. We've, we've done a lot on, you know, biblical themes related to Adventist education. Um, since we did our last recording, so I, I've been working, and yeah. Buster, you and I were just chatting before this, um, uh, what we're doing over Christmas. I know you're working on some of your doctoral papers. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was writing a couple of articles for the Seventh-day Adventist, in, the new Encyclopedia of Seventh-day Adventism, I think it's called. Okay. Anyways, the uh, article that I most recently wrote was on the Harbor Springs Convention. I only mentioned this because... 
Um, this was probably in 1891, the, the decisive turning point in the development of Adventist education. It's not well known, but up until then, our church educators, founders of, of Adventist education, basically tried to copy what everyone else was doing. So uh. if they were doing Greek and Latin, we would do Greek and Latin. And what they realized at the Harbor Springs Convention, this and the reason why it's a turning point so significant, is they realized that Christ had to be at the center of Adventist education, the whole curriculum. Amen. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's not just sprinkling in a little Bible class here and there to kind of spiritualize, you know, what it, what's going on. It, it meant the whole philosophy, the whole purpose of of all of what we do um, should lead us to grow spiritually. It needs to be um, at the very ethos the, of everything we do um, should revolve around Christ. And so um, that's why that's that turning point. I think it's not well known in Adventism, this Harbor Springs Convention. So hopefully in not too distant future, that'll be posted yeah, <laughs> online no, well, and people can check it well, out. Well, this is, this is the reason why I love history because mm -hmm. even now it brings us back to the recenter and makes sure that, that's our mantra. That's what we're continuing to try to do and to strive to do. So mm -hmm. that's beautiful. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading that, Michael. Well, let's go on to Monday. I don't want to go on too long about that <laughs> just because I was doing research on that. But uh, what's what's this new existence thing? You know, the new existence, uh, it, br it brings out here in Monday's lesson, Revelation 21, verse 4, because as it printed here, I'll go ahead and read it. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall, they, shall there be any more pain. For the former things are passed away. And I ask this question, what does this tell us about how different the world, uh, the, this world, our new existence will be, an existence in which death, sorrow, and pain are gone? You know, I, I, this whole theme of this, uh, this lesson in particular is unimaginable, but hopeful, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I can't imagine it because, especially right now in the midst of this pandemic where we're seeing hundreds of thousands of people pass away, uh, close friends of mine now, whose parents have passed away from COVID-19. Mm. Uh, it, Tragic. It, it's, it's, it's difficult to think of a world where there's no more pandemic, no more mask, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and not just because of vaccine, but because it's been eradicated. And I look forward to that day. And it brings up uh, this this point, which is what do the following texts tell us about the new existence that is coming? Second Peter 3, 10 through 13, if you have a chance, I, I urge you, please go look at that. But it's talking about the new heavens and the new earth coming. And then Revelation 21, uh, 1 through 6, I'll just read a portion of this here. And now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no more sea. And then John continues on. And this is where it talks about the no more pain, no more sorrow. But, but verse 6, and he said to them, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. And that is ultimately it. Eternal life is not about us. It's about us worshiping the Alpha and the Omega. And that is the source of our not only eternal life, it also should be the source of our temporal life as well. Yeah, I love it. Well, moving right on with uh, Tuesday, you know, the, the topic is then shall we know. So once we have this kind of glimpse, yeah. even if it's, you know, hard for us to even realize right now and you know, I was resonating with what you're saying about the, the vaccine, you know, and I was just thinking, you know, Jesus is that ultimate vaccine that yes, comes yes. to rescue us. Preach, Michael, preach. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need that. Uh, we need Jesus more. And yes, uh, and then shall we know? And there's this beautiful quote um, at the top of the lesson from Education, such a beautiful book, the classic work by, by Ellen White. 
describing what this Adventist philosophy, philosophy of education. And I'm just going to read this here. Heaven is a school, mm. its field of study, the universe, its teacher, the infinite one. A branch of this school was established in Eden and the plan of redemption accomplished. Education will again be taken up in the Eden school. Mm. And so what I, I love about this is this, we have a glimpse of how great heaven's gonna be, but here's the sort of <laughs> context that Ellen White places it in the yeah. scope of the great controversy that we're always gonna be learning. You, you know what, Michael, I have to throw this, all the students out there who don't like uh, school, who don't like learning. Have mercy. You better learn to like it because we're going to be eternally learning. <laughs> At the feet of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Yeah, right? Yeah. And, you know, Jesus doesn't want us to be, um, leave us the way we are. And no. that's what education is, is it should make us uncomfortable. Yeah. Uncomfortable with our ignorance. Yeah. Yeah, it should. Ignorance of the plan of salvation and God ultimately, but general ignorance altogether. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think this is one of our big challenges that we're facing um, is we tend to, there, I think it's something in human nature that we like to think that we're better than we are. Mm. We like to think we're more knowledgeable than we are. <laughs> I mean, you just have to go on social media. Oh. <laughs> and I find all kinds of people that pontificate that L they are Lord, experts on everything. Lord, help us, please. <laughs> <laughs> so there's something about education, sitting at the feet of Jesus. There is this thing called humility. Yeah where we can uh, learn and grow, realize how little we actually know and how much we need Jesus. You, you know, it's, it's funny, you're talking about social media. I had a student who sent me a, a video and said, should I be concerned about this? And it was a video of someone talking about how the vaccine's gonna destroy our mRNA and that oh is my. the gene, or that is the portion of our body that actually connects with God. So they're trying to eradicate God from us oh my. by giving us the vaccine. And, you know, I said, you know what, please trust the experts on this. And it's like, have you ever heard the flu shot? Yes. It's like, well, it's going to be very similar to that. Yeah. Uh, do you still love God after you took the flu shot? Yes. Yeah. It's like, well, then let's, let's move forward. And I'll be the first to say, I'm, I'm not a medical doctor. No. I, you know, no, no. Um, <laughs> I remember not. when I was... Uh, my kids were much younger, and anecdotally, um, they were talking with some of their friends, and, and they were trying to explain what their dad did, and they said, you know, my daddy's a doctor, he's just not the helpful kind. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure they were thinking of the medical doctor. Yes, of course, of course. And, uh, and, and so I want to be careful that, you know, I'm, I'm not a medical expert, but, yeah. but I know those people who are, and I trust their opinion. And so, I, you know, if, in the midst of so many conspiracy theories and so many crazy things going out, on out there, I was really impressed and appreciated some of our leading medical experts in the denomination that we're putting out information about the vaccine and how actually impressed they are with how safe it is. Of course, yes. there's no guarantees, but but these are experts whose opinions I trust. And I, I would urge and encourage our listeners, you know, look to those people who have credibility. And um, when it comes to stuff like this, um, and the same thing's true with social media and, and, and you know, um, a lot of different kinds of things where people have spent time um, researching for years, for decades. Yes, yes um, it's true. You know, we, we have to evaluate that as being a little bit, I would say, a lot more <laughs> incredible <laughs> than the Joe person that's only thought about it for 15 minutes and then spews whatever out on social media. Anyways, I'm getting on my little, my little <laughs> sermon here, uh, but I better get back to the lesson. So, um, but the, one of the points I think that this, on, on uh, Tuesday's lesson, it asks this question, 
uh, from two different texts, what do we learn about sin and suffering and death when it finally happens? There's two critical texts I want to come to. First one is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12. Okay. It says, For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror, but then we shall see face to face. And now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. So I, I think that kind of comes back to that same point. Of, yeah, that's true. Of... Uh, of recognizing our limitations yeah, and, have to. and and that being fully known is going to be fully realized through Jesus again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second verse, and I'm reading from the NIV for both of these, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 5, Therefore judge nothing before the appointed time. Wait until the Lord comes. He will bring to light what is hidden in darkness and will expose the motives of the heart. At that time, each will receive their praise from God. And, you know, I'm just reminded how over time people, you know, the fruits of their lives will become apparent. Yeah. So if you really want to question uh, a decision or different things that may happen to in your life, sometimes there's something to be said for just simply patience. Yeah. You, you know, what, what, what really caught my eye there, Michael, is mm-hmm. the yearning to, to one day hear that God is pleased. Yeah. The yearning in our everyday lives to please God. Yeah. Uh, not, to, not to prove how worthy we are, not to show that I'm better than anyone else, but I truly love God. And God, look, I'm trying to please you. And to hear those words, well done, my good and faithful servant, yeah. whom I'm well pleased, right? Yeah, and, and most of those kinds of things, I think, are going to be things that probably are things that we don't necessarily see on the surface. Yeah, yeah. They're oftentimes the little things behind the scenes, the things done selflessly, yeah. just out of sheer love, God's love in our hearts. And yeah, um, we can't always know the fruits. Um, and, and when it's actually done that in that way, it's actually not done for public display or applause anyways. Yeah, it's true. You know, that, that actually is a perfect segue into Wednesday's lesson, which is the school hereafter. And 2 Corinthians 4, 17 through 19 says, For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are, are, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Uh, just gives us this, this hope, once again, pushing us forward. And ask this question: What do these texts offer us that might uh, that might what, what might some of these unseen eternal things be that we are waiting for uh, that we are that we are promised through Jesus? And Revelation it gives several texts here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on Revelation seven there, and uh, Revelation seven fourteen uh, in particular. It says, and I said to him, sir, you know, so he said to me, these are the ones who came out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Therefore, uh, verse 15, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. Uh, It talks about the sun not striking them anymore. Verse 17, for the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of waters, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. You know, we can't see that right now, but but live it out. Uh, and that's not something that happens once we get to heaven. It's something that starts here on earth in the transformation of allowing Jesus Christ to come in. And so, uh, Michael, the only way for that transformation to come about is by us being with the great teacher, and that's Thursday's lesson. So Yeah, you know, I can't think of a better way to wrap up this quarter and this week's lesson, really, is it just comes right back to the same theme um, again and again about um, education here, uh, redemptive education, 
And if it truly is redemptive, it focuses on the Redeemer, and that is Jesus. And mm. he's the master teacher at the same time. Yes. And so uh, there's a, a key text here, Zechariah chapter 13, verse 6. It says, And one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thy hands? And then he shall answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Mm. And I think there's a couple things that are kind of takeaways right away that are obvious to me. One of them is the wounds in Jesus' hands, the sacrifice of Christ. I mean, there's no greater um, educational experience to uh, realize who we are as sinners and who Christ is as Savior. And, And that's the... That's the really the education that counts the most. Everything else uh, pales in comparison and, and really some, some point should point uh, to Jesus and his sacrifice on Calvary. Uh, and then secondly um, is this reference, wounded in the house of his friends. You mm-hmm. know, um, education isn't always merely about knowledge. Knowledge is important. It, it is. You know, you need to absolutely be able to understand and, and so on. But the, the irony is is that some of the best trained educators during the time of Jesus, the people that were supposed to be the spiritual leaders, lost their way. Ouch. They they missed Jesus when he was right in front of him, uh, yeah. front of them. Yeah. And, uh, and and so I think this is again a call for humility um, in learning. Um, that we need to make sure that we're not so pompous in our knowledge and that it puffs ourselves up so that we become. Um, in some way blind to what we really need to see, and that is Jesus. And and so here's this absolute horrific tragedy during the time of Jesus. We have to acknowledge it. We have to. Uh, but yet here it is, and Jesus died, and yet even still Jesus died for those people who wounded him. Yeah. Which is amazing. You, you know, that's what I want to bring about Michael, which is, if we follow Christ, if we are, if we love education, we're going to endure some scars as well. Yeah. And those scars, they will heal. And he is saying that he, he is the only one that will be in heaven that will actually be able to see the scars. Uh, he'll heal us from the, he'll, he'll heal us from those wounds. And so I encourage everyone, uh, the pandemic has left some wounds and some scars upon people. It has. Uh, life events have done that. I just want to take out this time to encourage you. Uh, to learn from the master teacher, he is not. He he, ne- he never promised that he'll save us from the fire. He promised that he'll save us in the fire. Right? He'll yeah. be with us. Lo, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. So take that comfort with you, knowing that this is temporal, mm-hmm. and that our eternal weight and glory it's going to be coming soon. Keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Well, I think that puts a wrap on this week and this quarter. So this is Sue and Swoops signing, signing out. out. As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops signing off. By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, the Southwestern Union of Seventh-day Adventists and Southwestern Adventist University, which has for over 125 years provided a Christ-centered education just 20 minutes south of Fort Worth, Texas. We love teaching with personal colleagues, offer quality academics, and provide numerous ways to get involved both on campus and across the globe. To learn more, visit swahu.edu or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org.